Win Daily Family. It's Tenacious D. Jones. I'm here with my boy Nick, my uh, YouTube co-host. Say what's going on, man. How are we doing? Happy Thursday night and uh, Friday morning, I guess, when this is launching. Um, getting ready for the divisional round four-game slate. Should be a good one. A lot of high totals. A lot better than last week. So we'll see how it goes. Yep, I'm looking forward to it. Again, we have two games on Saturday. Two games on Sunday. We've got Minnesota at San Fran and Tennessee at Baltimore on Saturday. But hey, we break all this. We're going to break it all down for you now. Uh, we both write articles. We've got several people writing articles over on the website. Just go to windailysports.com, click the NFL tab, drop down to daily articles, and then you can also check our cheat sheets and projections. But we want to do is just talk it through for you guys, uh, kind of let you know where our head's at. And just what plays were on this week. I mean, it's a short slate. You saw last week, it was really a, it, it was a lot of the top guys that did a lot of the work. In these playoffs, I feel like you go to your stars and you don't have to get too weird with your receivers or, you know, RB2, RB3. And I think that's going to be a trend again this week. We will see. We're trying to take down the Bachelorette and the Bachelor that won the, uh, won the million dollars on DraftKings last week. I'm sure you all know the story. Hop on Twitter and check the hashtag if you don't. I don't really want to get into it, but there's a lot to talk about there. We're going to see how it plays out. Anyways, we've got Minnesota at San Fran. I'm going to let Nick kick it off and tell us your favorite plays from this game. Yeah, for sure. So on the quarterback side, I don't think I'm going to have any love for either of these guys. Uh, Minnesota's going to definitely try to establish the run. I think the same will be said for San Francisco. I mean, if you look at Raheem Mostert, this dude is scoring touchdowns at will. I think he has one or two in all of his last six games. So I don't know if you want to say regression is coming because it's the playoffs and they're going to give him the ball around the goal line. So Mostert's pretty cheap. I like him a decent bit, but he's just splitting so much carries. He's going to be popular. It looks like he's the most popular running back. Oh, never mind. Uh, third most popular running back on this slate. So I'm not sure if I'm going to go there, but he's cheap on DraftKings. I know you're more of a fan duel guy, so this is a good little mix for everybody. But yeah, 5,800 for Mostert definitely has my attention. I don't know if I'm going to play him yet. And then Dalvin Cook, again, he's going to be 8K, probably 25 to 35% owned. Last week, we got lucky he was under-owned. I wouldn't say we got lucky. It just seemed like everybody faded him for whatever reason. I knew he was going to get a huge workload just looking off those props that we were talking about on the radio. And he, I think he had the most touches he's had all year. He had like 28 or 30 touches somewhere in that range. So that was awesome to see him, and he looked fresh. So obviously, you could always play Dalvin Cook. I don't think this is the matchup for him. San Francisco's run D is very solid, especially at home. But Cook is going to get a lot of goal line work, so he's definitely in play there. I'll let you kick it off with the receivers. I do have a couple thoughts here, but nothing really crazy for the moment for me in yeah, this game. So, yeah, so like Nick said, I'm looking mostly at FanDuel. He's looking mostly at DraftKings. I'm going to agree with him on the quarterbacks. Uh, Jimmy Garoppolo, if I had to choose one, it'd be Jimmy Garoppolo, but I don't think I'm going to have much of him. And I'm not going to play Kirk Cousins. I just don't target the San Fran defense. Last week, he squeaked by. I think he was the top-scoring quarterback, was he, Nick? Uh, do, 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 do. Who was it last week? It uh, two. Um, but it was still a low total for him, and just no one really went off, so the lowest-scoring guy kind of I think got. it was Josh Allen. Josh Allen, then Watson, then Kirk was up there. But, I mean, even top three out of the eight quarterbacks there, I definitely would not have put – Kirk and eh, maybe 
top four, I guess, just because when I looked into that game, I was so wrong because I just read Vegas's board, saw them as like a double-digit dog and figured he'd throw it 45 times. He didn't, but he still had a good game. So I guess better better lucky than good. Yeah, I mean, and Cook's back. I mean, he can dump it down to him. That does help in the pass game. Cook catches passes, and great call on him last week, by the way. I wasn't particularly on him. I think I was more concerned with the the injury than I should have been, and I think that's what a lot of people were worried about, too. But before he got injured, he was uh, the top or second uh, behind Christian McCaffrey, uh, fantasy scoring running back. But anyways, so I'm not really on either of these quarterbacks. Dalvin Cook, yeah, it's not the right matchup for him, but he's one of the most elite guys on the slate. I'd like him better on DraftKings just because of the uh, PPR, one-point PPR over on DraftKings as opposed to .5 on FanDuel. Uh, Raheem Mozart is uh, in a good spot. I mean, 6,700 on a team that I think is going to win, that's going to want to establish the run. So I do think he's a good play. And, man, it's amazing how much, like, Tevin Coleman fell off and Matt Breida fell off. Uh, It's all Mozart's backfield now. It really sucked to get vultured by one of these guys who haven't done anything in two months. So I'm just going to hope that doesn't happen and play Mozart. Over at the wide receivers, it's it's tough to throw on San Fran, too. Um, But Thielen... Wow, his price got over digs this week. He was so cheap last week. With the price creeping up, it's not as great of a play as it was last week. Um, but he's the kind of guy that's going to be running. Like, Diggs runs the long routes, and Thielen just kind of gets open. So I can still see him getting open plenty and catching passes, more passes than Diggs, which makes me like him better on DraftKings, too, not as much on FanDuel. And then over on the San Fran side, you've got a couple guys here that I like, Debo Samuels and Emmanuel Sanders. Emmanuel Sanders going for a Super Bowl run here. He is uh, probably the most he is the most talented wide receiver in this bunch. So I do like him. I do like him in big game situations, but I also like his talent set. And uh, I, I think he's just going to be able to get open um, more than Debo. Debo, they've got him into more gadget plays kind of lately. I think they let him throw one recently. They've let him run a few. So uh, he's also an option there that they're going to uh, let run free. And the thing with Garoppolo is that he spreads it out a lot. I've noticed that about him a lot. So he doesn't care what your name is. He he just wants you to get open. And I think Sanders and Samuel are the best chances to do that. And uh, over here at tight end, George Kittle, obviously a great tight end. He's going to get a lot of looks. His price is up to 7,400 on FanDuel, but I still don't hate it. Um, Minnesota has been better against the tight end recently, and pretty much all season they've looked pretty good. But Kittle's elite is a short slate, and I do like Kittle. Uh, do you like any of these tight ends, or are you going to you know, name a couple of receivers you might be into? Yeah, for sure. To just to piggyback on the receivers, I couldn't agree with you more. I think this week, so I played Thielen last week. I mean, the whole industry thought that everybody, that uh, that Lattimore was going to shadow Stephon Diggs. It didn't really go that way. Um, I think he, I had him jotted down when I was reviewing the tape at over like 60% of the snaps he was on Thielen. So we kind of got lucky there, but no one was really on Thielen last week. He was like anywhere from 10 to 15% owned in most tournaments that I was in the single entry on DraftKings. This week, he's going to probably be 17 to 30 or 15 to 30% owned. That's a, it's a big gap right now, but I'm sure things will change over the weekend. So I'm going to be 100% out on Thielen, I believe. I'm not going to go back there. He paid off last week. That's great. I'm not going to point Chase. I do like Diggs a little bit more. I think he's a much better route runner. And, and basically how, kind of how I look at Akil Witherspoon and Richard Sherman, those guys aren't that fast 
And I think that's a, a situation where Diggs can definitely benefit in. He's such a good route runner. I've always been a big fan of his. So I do like Diggs. And then on the San Fran side, you're 100% right. It's Debo or Emmanuel. I think if, uh, if I had to choose one, I'm probably going to go Debo because he's going to be on Mike Hughes' side of the field. And I kind of do like the whole gadget thing. I don't think Emmanuel Sanders is going to get too crazy with anything. He's probably going to play a lot of the slot as well. So I can see Sanders having a good floor if you want to play a cash game or anything like that. But in a tournament, I think the big play guy and the guy that has, you know, tackle-breaking ability is going to be Debo Samuel. And he's really nicely priced on DraftKings. And he's not very popular right now. But 52K on DraftKings, that is... Or 5,200 on DraftKings. 52K is more than your salary. But, yeah, I like I like Debo a lot. And then Kittle, very tough matchup. But that dude's always going to get six to eight catches in that range. So chalk him up. I just I think I'm going to fade Kittle. Honestly, he's going to be the most popular tight end out there. I'd rather go, rather go to Kelsey. They're both going to be very popular. But I'm going to – I kind of faded Michael Thomas last week. I got lucky there. And I think Kittle's going to be my, my hard stance this week. I don't think I'm going to play him against Minnesota. Yeah, it is a tough matchup for sure. And these uh, these San Fran wide receivers have a much better matchup against uh, the Minnesota secondary. I'll tell you a reason why I hate playing wide receivers against Richard Sherman. It has nothing to do with he's still one of the most elite running or cornerbacks in the uh, or defensive backs in the uh, National Football League. It's because when he's beat, he will commit PI. So, oh, every time. That yep. is so true. You're not getting a deep ball on Richard Sherman because if you burn him on the first or second step, he's definitely holding you. It's probably a smart play. I mean, yeah. it works out. It worked out at Seattle. I think that's what Seattle taught with those guys. It probably is, man, because I've been watching it for years, and I just quit playing wide receivers against him because the guy will be you know, getting open, but Sherman will just jump it. He'll just give up the yards because he doesn't want to give up the touchdown. Which I guess if it's a you know elite wide receiver, you think they're going to catch the ball makes a lot of sense. But watch out for that. Sherman is going to commit some pi because that's just the way he is. But um, what about the defenses too? Are you going to play the Niners or the Vikings? Yeah, this is the the lowest total on the board, um, I believe. Yeah, just a couple points lower than Tennessee Baltimore. I think both defenses in play. Defense is really a crapshoot this week. I don't think anybody gets blown out. Minnesota Vikings defense looked very good last week. I think they're relatively healthy going into this week. I will check that probably tomorrow night and Saturday just to see the final injury report. But, yeah, I mean, everybody but the Texans, in my opinion, is in play this week. So I will probably play a decent amount of the Vikings. I just don't see the either of these teams putting up a ton of points and getting you negative points. So, if, But San Francisco would be my choice if I had to choose because I think they're going to get a couple more sacks, but they're going to be popular. Yeah, I, I agree. I mean, they're they're $1,000 more on FanDuel because they're the better defense, obviously. But as we all saw live on SiriusXM last week, the defense that seems like they're in the worst spot can do what they need to do to lose me $50,000 on air. Oh, <laughs> uh, that was disgusting. I know. I feel bad. The last play. Man, and I didn't see it. So if y'all don't know, I was uh, on Sirius. I was winning the whole thing uh, going into – there was like 10 seconds left in the Patriots game, and I had to be on the radio. And Jason screams when I'm on the radio because Tom Brady threw the pick six. And I didn't realize how bad it was until I went back and watched it. It was a tip ball picked up running the end zone. It really hurt a bummy. I mean, it was like a uh, the slate. I was winning like thirty three thousand, and I ended up with like four grand. It was a it was a tough loss. That was that was one of the harder ones I've had in a while, and I usually don't let that stuff uh, affect me. But that was a big one. Last play. It was rough. But 
You can come. Uh, hey, by the way, come talk to us on our Discord channel. That thing is up and running now. Uh, we've got subs in there talking to us all day long, asking us questions. Uh, we try and answer every single one of them. So we try and do it a little bit different than the other sites. So come on over. Talk to us in Discord. The link's on the homepage on windailysports.com. But let's move it on over to Baltimore. Definitely have a couple plays from this game. Derrick Henry and the Tennessee Titans versus Lamar Jackson and the Baltimore Ravens. Uh, why don't you tell us uh, what you're thinking about this game, Nick? Oh, man. Is Derrick Henry ever going to stop? I guess that is oh. the question. <laughs> He's your avatar picture in uh, Discord, yeah. isn't he? <laughs> just keep riding him, man. I, I don't know how you get away from him. He's going to get 25 touches. There's not many guys on the slate you could say that about. Probably just him and Dalvin Cook are probably the only two that are not really splitting any time whatsoever. So, and, and Derrick Henry's definitely in play. You saw them run the, the couple screen plays against the Patriots, too. That was fun to see him succeed in a, a passing environment. Everybody says he can't catch passes. It seems like he does. They just really don't scheme for it. So, I don't know. Maybe they have a couple more of those plays in the in the book this week. But, yeah, Derrick Henry is 100% my favorite running back out of this game. I have no idea if Mark Ingram's going to play. Do you know anything about that? I heard it's not looking good, but it sounds oh, like he was I, I limited he today. I, I think he's going to play. Last thing I read right before the show is that he's expected to play, but it's definitely, well, it depends on what site you go to, right? I mean, it says expected to play, but it's also a uh, more of a question mark. So you just got to keep your eye on that. Yeah, and I mean, Mark Ingram, great spot. You could run on Tennessee. He's kind of expensive on DraftKings, in my opinion. 6700 for a guy that really never tops 15 carries. Maybe this is the week they go to him, but if he's banged up, I, I bet we see a lot of Gus Edwards, maybe a little bit of Justice Hill. So I don't know. I, I don't want to play Gus Edwards if Mark Ingram's in. I definitely don't want to play Justice Hill unless I have to play someone at like 3900 but I think if that's the case, I'll probably just use like – Daniel Fells or some one of these secondary tight ends as my flex and not play a guy like Justice Hill. So I really don't like it at all. Lamar Jackson, smash play all the time. How do you not play this guy? He should be priced at 9K on DraftKings. He's only 8,400, so you get some good savings there. Especially if they need to win, he's going to go, you know, that, that dude's a gamer. I love watching him play. He fights for the first down. He always takes hits. I don't know why he does that in the regular season because they need him healthy. But he got out of the season unscathed. He looks good to go. You could always play him. And then Hollywood Brown, is he dirt cheap on FanDuel? He's only 4,400 on DraftKings. Wow. He is 5,300 on FanDuel. That's still pretty cheap. Pretty really cheap. cheap. Yeah. So he's probably going to be the most popular wide receiver play on the board just because of that those savings there. And you could definitely beat Tennessee with the deep balls. I, I've been picking on them all year long. Mm -hmm. I don't know if I'm going to eat Hollywood Brown chalk, but at that price, I think it's good chalk because he is always one play away from hitting value. He can get a 60-yard bomb like you know better than anybody on this slate. I think the other guy that can is Debo Samuel. I talked a little bit about him. So, I don't know. My favorite play on the board, though, right now is he's tight end number three in regards to ownership. It seems like it, I think it's going to go down even more. People are just going to play Kittle or Kelsey. I like Mark Andrews. This guy is a red zone machine. He's You can't cover him. I don't think anybody on Tennessee can cover him. They're not going to double him because they got a spy on Lamar Jackson. If they do double Andrews and spy on Lamar Jackson, then Ingram and the running game is going to open up, or Hollywood Brown's going to get a lot of single coverage and burn people. So, they are a... Just a matchup nightmare for defense. If I was a defensive coordinator, which I'm not, 
and nowhere near one. I just I don't know how you go about attacking the Baltimore offense because they could beat you in so many ways. So, I mean, they have the highest implied total or second highest implied total on the slate right behind KC. They're at home. These guys score points at will. Yeah. Yeah. I'm uh, I mean, I, it's Lamar Jackson for me. It's you know, it sounds like, oh, that's easy. He's the highest priced quarterback, but he just he hits every week. And uh, I love Lamar Jackson this week. I'm going to have a ton of him. Not going to have much Ryan Tannehill. He did not have a good week last week. They're going to give it to Henry Moore. If they're down two or three touchdowns, which Baltimore has been known to do to teams, then he's going to have to throw it more. But I still don't think I'm going to get there. Yeah, Tannehill's off my board. I took him out of the player pool immediately. Yeah, and here's a – I'm the narrative guy over at WindailySports.com. Here's a narrative nobody's thought about. I don't think I haven't heard yet. You have the two former teammates from the Alabama Crimson Tide who both won the Heisman Trophy, the only two Heisman Trophy winners from the Alabama football program, which is weird to say. Derrick Henry and Mark Ingram going mano y mano. I like Mark Ingram a lot this week, and not just because of that. Um, if, if he plays, if they say he's going to have a full workload, I like Ingram a lot. He is more of a pass catcher than Derrick Henry, uh, and he's going to get you know 15 carries. That's fine. That that's good. He puts up 24 of that sometimes, and you can run on Tennessee. Um, so I do like Mark Henry a lot. A lot. He's going to be Mark Henry, Mark Ingram a lot. <laughs> Take the combo. Um, there you go, folks. <laughs> I went to school with both of them at the same time. I uh, that that was the glory years. It was, it was fantastic. But um, so Mark Ingram, I think he's a good play. If you he's going to have a full workload, especially if Baltimore gets up and they just want to give it to Ingram a few more times, just throwing the clock out. I like it. And then Derrick Henry can't stop him. Said it last week. I don't care who's facing him. He's too big. He's too strong. He is going to run through you. I know Baltimore's got a good defense, but you can't stop this guy. He's got 400 yards the past two games. Derrick Henry's your top running back. If you move over to wide receiver, you make a great point about Marquise Brown. He is way too cheap. And you know who else is way too cheap for Baltimore? Is uh, Willie Sneed. He's $4,500. Willie Sneed's too cheap. I like Willie Sneed, $4,500, and I like uh, Marquise Brown. But I don't think I want to play him on the same team just because you have – you know, Lamar Jackson, who's going to run for plenty of yards and probably run one or two wins. So um, one of these two wide receivers, one of them should be on a winning team. I would think they're too cheap. For Adrian. sure. I, I, to chime in real quick, I do like that call. Willie Sneed is one of my, I, I, it's either for me, when you look at the build, if you need a punt wide receiver play, it's Willie Sneed or David Moore. And I think a lot of people are going to go back to David Moore because they, they saw him, you know, catch a couple deep balls last week. Willie Sneed is going to be matched up with Logan Ryan in the slot. Logan Ryan bleeds fantasy points to opposing slot wide receivers. So I, I, that's a great call with Willie Sneed. I haven't really dug into the matchups as much as I need to by this time of the week. But, yeah, that's that's a great play and a great pivot off of probably a chalky David Moore this week. Yeah, and David Moore, we called it last week. He was so close. He was like two yards away from that 40-yard touchdown or whatever it was. Oh, it was going to be great. But he was uh, he was more owned than I thought he would be. He was uh, like 20 30% owned. I can't remember. I don't have it in front of me. But he was way higher than I thought he was going to be. That's just how these builds go on these slates so everybody is going to have someone under 4k i think I, I think that's a very safe assumption and it looks like that guy this week is going to be david moore and the other guy that fits that price range that no one's talking about that david just talked about there is willie sneed and i like it yeah there you go let's do it let's put him on our on our main lineup for uh later on that we're going to build it in the show and then i'm going to touch on aj brown too <clears throat> i don't think it's a 
terrible play. He's priced high. Uh, last week we said don't play him. You don't play wide receiver one against New England. He didn't even score one fantasy point. He got targeted one time. But a lot of that was because Derrick Henry was just running wild. I think the Titans are going to be playing from behind here. A.J. Brown is the best wide receiver if you on that team. If you cross off last game, I mean, look at the past month. It looks like Michael Thomas numbers, 20 points, 15 points, 21 points, 31 points. That's amazing. That's really good. So I'm not going to just mark him off my board. I'm going to consider him, even though the matchup's tough, but he's going to be playing from behind. And then over at tight end position, Mark Andrews, totally agree with you. He seems even a little underpriced on FanDuel. He can get it going just like Kittle and just like Kelsey. I do like him a lot. He has a great matchup against the Titans, who are bad against tight end. Um, and then I don't think I'm going to go back to John new here. Baltimore's number one against the tight end. No way, not doing it. And there's really no cheap uh, tight ends that I'm interested in this game. Tennessee and the Ravens are pretty easy to predict who's getting the ball. Um, I do like the Ravens defense a little bit here going against Tennessee. I think Baltimore wins. I think if Henry's running, it makes the clock go down a lot faster. I think if Jackson and Ingram are running, it makes the clock run faster. And when the clock runs faster, it's harder to put up points. So I do like the Ravens some and I do not like the Titans. Do you uh, do you agree with the Ravens, or are you off them this week? 100% echo everything you said about defense there. Yep, there you go. Pretty easy, right, guys? Baltimore yeah. <laughs> I mean, who would, who would have thought? But uh, so that's it for the Saturday games. Um, with, I'm looking at the four-game slate. I'll probably play just Saturday and uh, just Sunday. That's typically what I like to do. I feel like these are more of like showdown slates, uh, which I've been pretty good at this year if you don't have the MVP. I mean, there's just so few many people to pick from. That's how I like to do it. Maybe I'll throw one Saturday, Sunday in. I know the other guys like to do that more, but I don't know. Just thinking out loud here. So Sunday, 3 p.m. Eastern, we've got Houston at Kansas City. I don't think Houston has much of a shot here. Excuse me, but um, Nick, why don't you tell me what you think about it? Can Houston win this, and why or why not? I don't think they could win it, but I I never want to chalk off Deshaun Watson because that dude wins games. He's been doing it his whole life. He's not very popular on this slate right now, and I can't really understand why. I know Kansas City's defense has looked very, very solid lately, and Houston's offensive line is dreadful. I think Watson got sacked six times last week. Still got a win. Josh Allen just seems to be allergic to the fourth quarter all season long in games that he's playing as an underdog in. So, you know, the Buffalo should have won that game. I mean, the whole blocking the back thing, I guess, was. But, yeah, that, that dude crumbles like crazy. Watson's a winner, though. So I, I do like him, especially if he's going to be, you know, like the fourth or fifth fifth highest owned quarterback on this slate he's not my favorite quarterback though i think lamar jackson is for sure patrick mahomes is probably third and i got another guy coming up who's going to be my second favorite probably my gpp guy i don't know i mean this game script houston's a 10 point dog on the road the highest total on the slate though 51 so it should be a very high scoring game a fast paced game but i don't know last time we saw houston go to kc will fuller went kind of nuts i think didn't he Oh God! Is that the Will Fuller day? Oh, I hope so. Let me. I'll, I'll I'll pull it up real quick. All right. Yeah. But even in that game, it like because I think everybody played Hopkins that day, and that's the day that Will Fuller went off, or maybe that was the game after he went off. I don't know. Atlanta when he went off. Yeah. Okay. So I don't know. It just seems like when Houston plays Kansas City, they know that they need to run the ball to keep the ball out of Mahomes' hands. But that offense in Kansas City is so deadly. When he does get the ball in his hands, it seems like they're you know, you're, they're guaranteed three points on every drive at, at worst. So Kansas City is going to score. Vegas agrees. 30-point 
implied team total there. I, it sounds like Will Fuller is still questionable. Also, I don't know. I would have loved him in this spot. He's 5K on DraftKings. That's so cheap for a guy that could put up 30 points. DeAndre Hopkins, I think, is in an excellent spot. No matter what he does, whoever covers him, he's going to get targets. I think he, I have him projected for 13 targets based on this spread and the game script I have going for Houston. I do think they try to establish the run, so I, I'm, I'm looking at Hyde a little bit. But I think my pay down guy is going to be Duke Johnson. I do like him. This is a good game script for him. And he's been solid lately. He's, he's nothing sexy. I just think he's going to be a lock for 10 points. And at 4.7K on DraftKings, I'll take that two and a half times return on yeah. him. It just it For me, it's going to be all about his, his ownership. If he turns the chalk on Saturday or Sunday, I will fade Duke Johnson. But at 4,700, I like that a lot. Yeah, I agree. I'm looking at these Houston running backs and trying to figure out how I want to use them because you can run really easily on Kansas City. You've been able to do it for a while, but a lot of people don't recognize it. So I think first half is going to be more Carlos Hyde because it's not going to be Kansas City isn't going to be running away with it yet. And they're going to try and keep the offense off the field. Um, But the second half is going to be more Duke Johnson if they're playing catch up. Right. And then Carlos Hyde just goes away. So I think I would still prefer Duke because you're going to get him for, uh, I think, more usage there towards the end of the game. Deshaun Watson, I agree. You can't fade him. He's too good. He's been one of my top guys all year. And he's underpriced some weeks, which has been strange. But this week, he's really not. He's about where he should be. But he runs. He throws. I love running, throwing quarterbacks. They're great. Uh, Patrick Mahomes should be able to do whatever he wants against Houston, really. So it's Andy Reid coming off essentially what's a you know it's a buy against the wild card, and yep. Andy Reid wins after buys typically. So you know Mahomes is going to be able to do what he wants, but he hasn't been the Mahomes of last year. He's not winning a bunch of slates, but it's a four gamer. He's in a good spot. Houston's the best team to target on this slate with wide receiver. So thus. Patrick Mahomes is a good quarterback to play. So he's up there in my top three. It, it'd be probably uh, Lamar, Mahomes, then Watson for me. And I know I, I have a feeling who you're going to say next, but um, <laughs> I don't think I'm going to be on him as much. Uh, may, maybe you can talk me into it, though, because when you're on these guys that I'm not, they usually hit. So it's uh, we'll, we'll see what happens in this next game. But uh, Damien Williams had a great game last week. Great call by Nick. Uh, or two weeks ago, I should say. Oh, yeah, that, that was awesome. He saved my life that day. I think it was, that was a, man, that was a fun slate. I think that was the first time in my DFS career, because I usually always stack or uh, flex a running back. I had like 97 combined points at my three running backs with Damian and uh, Mixon. I forgot who the other guy was, but he went off too. It was one of the. Was it Henry? Uh, pro- I think it was Henry. Yeah, I think you always talk me into Henry. Uh, yeah, I've been loving Henry for a while, but uh, man, I can't believe God, he's just so good. And what's weird about Henry too is this—it's not like his second year in the league. He's been in the league a while, and he's just peaking now. So it's that's crazy. But are you on Damian this week? Did you touch on him? Yeah, yeah. No, I, I did not talk about him. I will definitely play a lot of Damian Williams. He's probably going to be the chalkiest running back on the slate. He's super cheap, catches passes. He's a perfect guy for DraftKings. I don't know if I'm going to use him in my main lineup. That it's just such a tough thing to to play a guy at 50% ownership. You know, all, it's it's not unlike Andy Reid to let LaShawn McCoy play this week or anything like that. So I don't know. Yep. But 
the price is right and the matchup is right. You could, I mean, Houston bleeds receptions to opposing running backs, and Damian Williams looks fresh, and he's coming off. You know, they're all coming off a bye for the most part, if you if you want to call it that, like you said. So he's going to be fresh, and he's probably going to. I got him projected for I think 60% of the snaps, so I'm a little conservative on that. So I, I don't have him at quite 3x value in my projections, and I don't think many guys any projections that I saw don't have him for 3x. So I don't know if I'm going to eat that chalk in a tournament, but if you're playing cash, Damian Williams. Williams is a lock. Yeah, I, I like him a lot too. Uh, definitely my favorite running back from the game. Um, and then at wide receiver, you've got a couple studs to choose from. You've got DeAndre Hopkins, who should get targeted a ton. But Will Fuller, to me, it looks like Will Fuller is going to play. He's at least going to be on the field and give it a go. Uh, but he, Will Fuller and growing injuries, I mean, I just don't see him making it the whole game. If he does, then great. He's one of my favorite wide receivers in the league. If you follow us at windailysports.com, you know that. I love Will Fuller. I preach him at the beginning of the season. Um, but it should be Hopkins getting plenty of targets here again. He has been somewhat of a letdown this season. He was going as the top wide receiver in some season long drafts, and he just doesn't get top wide receiver numbers every week in fantasy. I'm not saying he's not one of the top guys in the league in real football, but in fantasy, uh, he struggles some weeks. So I'm not sure if I'm going to pay up all the way for him this week. I think Tyreek Hill is just in a phenomenal spot. I mean, this guy is so quick. He can beat anyone, and Houston is not good at covering the wide receiver. I love Tyreek Hill this week. It's going to be Mahomes' top target. Um, and then you've got the guys behind him. Like So it's always Tyreek Hill, and then you can sprinkle in like Hardman or Watkins or Robinson or Zapringle. Who's it going to be? If you want to take a shot on one of these guys, go for it. But I don't think one of them's going getting two touchdowns. But they're all cheap. Is there is there anyone of these wide receiver two or threes from Kansas City that you're even looking at, Nick? Yes, I like Sammy Watkins because I love picking on Vernon Hargraves. He's the slot corner for Houston. He is extremely beatable. I don't love Sammy Watkins, but he's 100% healthy. That dude could break break off big plays. You know, he goes to the outside too, so he could burn Jonathan Joseph or Conley on the other side so i don't know i I think sammy Watkins. he's only 4k on DraftKings. that is an insane value there i think he's 4k hold on let me get that right 4.3k plenty plenty enough for me if i'm doing if i do like a three entry max which i'm sure i'll do i'll definitely double stack tyreek and sammy with mahomes and it does it's not crazy for you to do just a full-on kansas city stack honestly i have a lineup like that right now and i thought it was way too much but you can go Mahomes, both receivers, Damian Williams and Kelsey. It's probably too much, but on a four-game slate, if any team scores 45 to 50 points, and it's very possible for Kansas City to do that this week, they're probably the team to do it because they really don't ever let off the the gas pedal there. So uh, that's probably a crazy lineup, maybe something I'll do in the Millionaire Maker, but I do like Sammy Watkins, I guess, the long answer long. Yeah, you sold me on it. And while you were doing that, you might have been able to hear my calculator. I was adding up how much Sammy Watkins has scored in fantasy fantasy the entire season versus <laughs> the first game when he put up 42 points. So just take, take a stab. I know you're not going to know this. He put up 42 the first game. How many points did he score the entire rest of the season? Probably uh, 27. <laughs> I was putting you on, No, it's more than that. I was putting you on the spot. He scored 70 the entire rest of the season. So he had a couple games in there where he got close to nine or 10. But he, the first game, he he just hit so much work. It's just, I don't know. I just wanted to see that. It's funny to funny to see. But uh, I totally agree with the call, though. I mean, 
he's going to have the right person on him that you can get free. And Sammy Watkins is uh, your second best wide receiver there from Kansas City. You sold me on it, and you're really good at those kind of calls. Yeah, I'm, I'm just looking at it this way. If It goes back to that whole David Moore, Willie Sneed thing. If, if you put Sammy Watkins in that range, I know he's is a bit more expensive, 400 more than David Moore, 500 more than Snead. I, I just I think I'm going to jam Watkins in there some way, somehow. Mm. That's kind of how I'm looking at it on this slate. You need to throw a dart, and I'd rather throw a dart with the highest implied team total with the best quarterback, and, and that's going to be him. Because yeah, I know Lamar's probably the best fantasy quarterback, but he's not the best passer on uh, in that scenario out of those three quarterbacks i'm going to go with mahomes every time and i i do trust sammy Watkins' health and the matchup is the best there is on the board out of those three guys so that's kind of how i'm looking at it. i don't love sammy like just for, from the slate perspective but how my lineups are coming i always need a receiver around that 4k range yeah i, I totally agree and, and nick said he's going to throw a dart on him and i mentioned this last week i'll mention it again so when you're building a team on these four game slates you need to throw a dart or maybe two darts or a dart in a weird defense. But what you don't want to do is throw nine darts, like make a good team and then pick one guy. That's maybe a little bit weird, a little bit off the radar and, and that should do it. Or a defense that's a little off the radar. If you go scramble your whole team with uh, low on plays in weeks like this, it's not going to win. Uh, people play their best players in the playoffs and you can guarantee that. I'm going to touch on Kenny Stills, too. He was limited at practice. I don't really like him this week, especially if Fuller's on the field. It's not going to be one of my guys against Kansas City here. And if Hopkins, Stills, and Fuller are in, it makes me even like Hopkins a little bit less. But when we bounce over to tight end, Travis Kelsey, love Travis Kelsey, great matchup against Houston. They're not that good against the tight end. Uh, so he's your guy there. And I'm not going to play Fells or, or Atkins, I don't think. If Atkins is going to play, which I think he does, takes away from Fells and vice versa. And if it was just one of the two, I would look at it. But uh, this week, I don't think you have to with so many big tight ends. Anything different there? No, if, if Atkins is out, I definitely have some uh, some flex appeal for for Fells just because of the situation that they're in. I, if if all, really all I need for him to hit value is if they're chasing points. He's going to get five to six targets if Atkins is out, maybe more. And Kansas City's, you know, nothing special against a tight end. They're going to put all their focus in stopping the run game and stopping DeAndre Hopkins. And then again, I was just looking at the, uh, the last game for Deshaun Watson. He had 14 carries. That's insane. Wow. So... At 6,700, you may get some sneaky value with Deshaun Watson if people really aren't on him. So he he may go up to number three, I guess, on my board. I'm a coward. <laughs> That's cheap on DraftKings. Yeah, it is. Handle, so better play over there. Why don't you go go make a bunch of Deshaun Watson lineups on DraftKings and come over and play some Lamar Jackson on on Fanduel with Mahomes. Uh, but what about the defenses here? So Kansas City, they could. They're fine. They, they've been looking pretty good, actually, recently. I played them in the live uh, qualif or the uh, FanDuel World Fantasy Football Championship down in Puerto Rico. They've been doing their job lately. They're getting about double digits every week, so I don't hate it, especially coming off that extra week of rest. I do kind of like uh, the Chiefs here, but the Texans, I'm not going to touch. I would think you would be thinking something similar there, Nick. Yeah, 100% agreed there. I'm not touching Houston. I do love Kansas City. Their pass rush has been awesome, and Deshaun Watson gets sacked like crazy. So it's, it's a perfect spot. And then I do I did forget to talk about Travis Kelsey a little bit. He is my by far my favorite tight end on the board. I think he's just an absolute lock. 
to get 15 to 20 points. But if I'm in a tournament, I still think I'm going Andrews. Just want to get that out there. Okay, good. Yeah, the, a lot of a lot of tight ends this week. I mean, you got Kittle, Andrews, Kelsey. And then another guy, I have a sneaky tight end coming up this game, Nick. But the next game is Seattle at Green Bay. It's supposed to be freezing at Lambeau. You've got Russell Wilson coming in. He's never won a game at Lambeau, I don't think. I'm pretty sure he's 0-3. Uh, and Green Bay had the week off. So why don't you go ahead and start this one off for us here, bud? Yeah, yeah for sure. Um, it's it's going to be, I looked at the weather. I think it's going to be mid-20s, not much wind, and hopefully no snow. As of now, it doesn't look like any snow. One of my best friends lives up in Milwaukee. He's a diehard Packer fan. He said the weather should be solid. I think he plans on going to the game. That's a little too cold for me, but maybe you get the uh, the beer jacket down you in the parking lot and, and the crowd energy, I guess, gets you going to brave those um, cold weathers there. Sorry, pretty dumb rant there but yeah i think russell's last game at lambo i think he threw five picks one of the last two games he threw there it was just terrible i love green bay's defense i'm gonna start there i think they can get a lot of sacks i do think russell's gonna have to run for his life especially yep. if green green bay's defense is healthy i believe they are sad or uh Zedarius is just an absolute freak that dude's gonna get a couple sacks i like green bay a ton and I was all over Aaron Rodgers. He's projected for under 10% ownership on this slate on DraftKings. He's cheap, 6,500. He loves the big game. The only thing that scares me is just how good Aaron Jones has been lately. And you could run on Seattle. You could definitely pass on Seattle too, though. So they don't really shadow anybody. They'll, those guys play their sides. My favorite wide receiver on this slate is going to be Devontae Adams. He's got double-digit targets in, in all three of his last games. So when they're playing to win a game, he's going to get the ball a lot. And the other guy I like here is Adam Lazard. I think his price went up 4500 He's in that Sammy Watkins range, and, and he's not very popular right now. So I like him a lot. I I think you're pro are you going to try to talk about Jimmy Graham or, or Hollister? I don't know if I like either of them, but Jimmy Graham is super cheap, so I did kind of give him a little bump up in my projections just because his red zone activity is always there, and he's playing against Seattle, the old uh, narrative. Mr. David Jones always has a good narrative. So Jimmy Graham could fit that mold. But, yeah, if Aaron Rodgers is going to stay in single – ownership i am gonna play him on my main lineup i think dude i didn't even think about jimmy grant that narrative i just like jimmy <laughs> Graham anyways so like i so I'll, I'll get to graham here in a second i agree with adams he's my favorite wide receiver on the slate uh the alan lazard is i don't know that might be how you say it he's been looking good he's the wide receiver too there now you've got allison and mvs who have really fallen off the unfortunate thing about that is allison and Allison more than MBS, they still get a couple of looks. And if they come down with one, that's up such a cheap price, like 4,600, which they both are, then they're a great place. So if you're multi-entering, I don't hate taking a shot on someone like Allison in a huge GPP. No way would I touch it in cash, but he does get a few targets. He might be able to get, get something going. You've got Jake Kumaro, who's priced higher than, than these two guys. Which, I played T-ball with him. Fun, fun fact. You do what? I played T-ball with uh, Kumaro in Bartlett, Illinois, I believe it was. Oh, wow. Yeah, that is pretty cool, man. He didn't, he didn't have the hair, so I don't really remember him, but, you know, why does I saw, saw the picture. Why does Rodgers keep telling us how much he likes this guy and how much they want to get him involved, just yet never they never do? I don't know. He, he just 
he tunnels in on, on two guys all game long, and Lazard has 17 targets in the last two games. So that's why I'm leaning him. I mean, Kumaro's fast. He, it seems like the only route he could run, though, is a go route. That's like a, a million maker type of thing. I definitely wouldn't touch him, MVS, or Allison at all in any single entry or cash. But yeah. uh, it wouldn't surprise me if he scored a deep ball or something now that we talked about it. As Allison has gotten one touchdown on the season. It was in week three when Adams was probably out. Yeah, it's gross. It's super gross, but we're just talking like Millie Maker, Bachelorette style, hitting (laughs) hitting the nuts with your 300 lineups. But I do, uh, so Aaron Rodgers, I agree with what you said about big game Rodgers. Uh, I just, I want one of these running quarterbacks. We've got too many running quarterbacks that can run and throw, and I don't think I'm going to have much Rodgers. I mean, even in this game, you have Russell Wilson um, said, but I'm not really that interested in him either. I like Aaron Jones a lot. Uh, he's looked great. You don't have Williams backing him up anymore. Is Williams out? Is Williams yeah, back? No, he'll, he'll, Williams back? Yeah, he'll, he'll be back. Okay. But well, everything I read, it seems like. I mean, you and I played a lot of Aaron Jones on the same week, same weeks this year, and it uh-huh. seems like every game in the regular season they had to give Jamal Williams a drive in every quarter. It's like yep. it wasn't a couple plays just to give Jones some relief. It's like the whole drive is his. Apparently, that's not happening. They said that the keys are in Aaron Jones's hands. He's going to drive the car. So I love that. I, I don't know if I believe it, but it's it's all I have to stand on right now. So I'm going to put all my faith in Aaron Jones. I think. He only comes off the field if he's asking for it, or if he misses a couple blocks or something, they got to yell at him for a second, whatever. Jamal Williams is a solid blocker, I guess. But, yeah, Aaron, it should be 75% snaps Aaron Jones, and we don't see that often, so take advantage of that. Yeah, I, I can get with you on that. Um, yeah, Aaron Jones, I like him a lot, and I like Adams a lot, and that's just how it's going to be. And then as far as the wider uh, – well, you know what? I should I should mention Marshawn Lynch, too. He's gotten the end zone twice. I'm not big on Lynch. Uh, Lynch is good when Seattle gets down in, like, the five red zone, and he can just pound it in. If they get there and they give it to Lynch, yeah, I think he gets it in, but they're just – they're not letting him get up and down the field because he just hasn't been in the league for a while. I know he's super strong and he can dive in the end zone and get you a touchdown, but I don't think I'm going to be on him this week. I think going up and down the field, you're looking more at Travis Homer, but again, I'm not on him either. They're splitting carries and uh, it's just not one of the guys that I'm going to be on in a four game slate. Over at wide receiver, you've got DK Metcalf and Tyler Lockett. DK's priced above Lockett now, man. It's funny, you know. This talk about chasing your tail with some of these DFS prices. Just the guy that goes off gets priced up higher than the guy I think with more talent at the time right now. Not saying DK Metcalf isn't going to be a very good wide receiver, even a great wide receiver. I think he is. That guy is a monster. He's like the Derrick Henry of wide receivers. But uh, I don't think I'm going to be on really either of these guys this week. Lockett would probably be my choice here just because he's cheaper and he's more of a big play guy. But I don't really like either one of them. And I don't really like David Moore this week. I liked him a lot last week, but I don't, I'm not going to go back to him. He got his shot. Uh, he didn't get in the end zone. He got targeted. Uh, the highest he's been targeted this season is four targets, and that's what he got last week. I'm just not going to go back to him this week. Maybe some people will try and hit that again. But then over to tight end, Jimmy Graham. I just like his price. I like the spot against Seattle. They are bad. 31st against the tight end in the National Football League in fantasy points. Uh, Jimmy Graham and Adams should probably be the two guys here that get the most looks if Jones isn't getting the carries. So that's my cheap uh, tight end I like. And going up against the Seattle Seahawks, former team, why not? I'm a narratives guy. I like it. 
Javi was talking of Jacob Hollister a lot last week, and I was on him too. And I think Jay might have even been on him too because um, it was a good play against Philly. It just, just didn't work out. But he's also really involved in the uh, pass game for Russell Wilson, not last week, but weeks prior he is. So if I don't like the wide receivers, I think I'd lean more on Hollister. But this is a game I, I'm not going to have much of the Seattle offense. I think Green Bay probably wins. It's hard to predict Green Bay games, but uh, I think they probably win. And I like Adams, Graham, and Jones. And that was really long-winded, so I'm sorry about that. And then over at the defenses, do you have any interest in Packers or Seahawks? Packers, I think, are my probably going to be my most owned defense. They're, they're pretty popular, but I like them at home in the cold. Russell struggles at that Lambeau field, so I'll, I'll buy into that a little bit. Mm-hmm. I think I just want to I want to try to get as much Baltimore Ravens defense as I can on this slate or San Fran or Minnesota just because I think that game will be so low scoring. But, yeah, I think the Packers definitely have a lot of interest for me. I think they're going to get three or four sacks. Could definitely get a pick or two, but – I don't know. I don't like picking on Russell Wilson by any means. I I know he struggles there, but I don't know. I I trust him in big games, too. This should be a fun one to watch. I'm glad it's the night game. But now that you mention it, I definitely don't love Rodgers as much because we do have four running quarter, I guess three and a half running quarterbacks on the slate. We got Lamar. We got Deshaun Watson, who's probably going to run, you know, 10 plus times again because it's a do or die game. Russell Wilson runs, and then Patrick Mahomes, I guess, does a little bit. I don't think he'll need to. Right. But yeah, I mean, I, I was in Aaron Rodgers, but that's why I like talking to you. It kind of levels me out a little bit, so maybe I don't go to Rodgers. But I will I try my best to get Aaron Jones and Devontae Adams into all of my lineups. And I def- if you want to go with the Packers stack or any type of salary relief flex type of guy and you want to go double tight end i think jimmy graham's definitely the play i like that a lot i didn't know he was so cheap on DraftKings, and he's going to get quality targets in this game like you said yep there we go there we go that's it guys we did it we broke it down and i was going to say we're going to build a lineup but we're not going to do that because i'm on fandle he's on DraftKings. so what we're going to do instead is just go position by position we'll give us uh, we'll give you our favorite plays we'll like a, a high price guy and a mid price guy how about that i so, like it well, I'll start us off over at quarterback. I'm going to have a ton of Lamar Jackson. It's an easy answer, but I think it's the right answer. Who's your uh, top guy over at quarterback? Yeah, for sure Lamar, but I believe to be transparent, um, my main lineup is going to have Deshaun Watson, it looks like, or still potentially Aaron Rodgers. Just if he's single digits, I may take the dart, but Lamar Jackson is by far the best quarterback on the slate. Him or Patrick Mahomes, but... Yeah, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna eat the chalk in in a four game tournament. I'm I'm gonna go with Deshaun Watson because I think he could definitely match the field here. Yeah, those are my two guys too, uh, Jackson and Mahomes. And what happens with a lot of these is people are gonna try and get like sneaky and oh, I'm gonna take uh, Ryan Tannehill because he's the cheapest guy and I think Tennessee can win because they've looked good the past two weeks going against Baltimore. Which probably isn't gonna happen. So I'm gonna throw a dart on it to get weird on this elite quarterback slate. I would not recommend doing that. Just play the best guys. Lamar Jackson is the best guy. Win it somewhere else. Over at running back, my top guy at running back. Uh, let's see. I think I've got, I, you're probably, you're going to say Aaron Jones, right? Yeah. Aaron Jones or Dalvin for me. I think yeah. Aaron Jones. So I'm going to take the guy at home. I think uh, Aaron Jones would probably be my top guy too. I like Derek Henry a ton just because uh, you just can't stop him. Can't stop this guy right now. But my weird one that I'll give you is Mark Ingram. I think Mark Ingram, if he plays, 
make sure he's playing. I know he's got a calf thing going on, but I think he gets through it. And I do like Mark Ingram. Um, you got a lot of running backs too, though. Raheem Mozart also in a great spot. I know that's, you know, four guys, but that's who I'm looking at. Is there anyone else you want to touch on there? No, I, I love it. I I'm, I guess I'm fading Derrick Henry. One of these weeks it has to work out. <laughs> but, yeah. I mean, Damian Williams has just smashed value. 6K for him on DraftKings is kind of funny. I don't know how he's so cheap. But, yeah, I just want to – I think we're both on the same page. Marshawn Lynch's ownership is going to skyrocket this weekend. He's he's projected right now around 25 to 30%. At 4,800 on DraftKings, everybody and their brother is going to go up there. You could run on Green Bay. I, I know they struggled this year. They've looked better as of late. But I'm, I'm not playing a guy that – plays 35 percent of the snaps at most for seattle i do not see them giving him a bigger workload than than maybe 40 percent but that's that's my take in a tournament 100 percent fade marshawn lynch for me yep i uh, guys i think uh, you know i said mark ingram's my sneaky play here but henry jones cook williams and mozart are more likely to score more points but ingram sandwich right there in the middle that something weird could happen yeah I, no one's playing him it's it's a I, you talked me into him i like it i hope i just want a report that says he's good to go and let's do it let's ride mark ingram there you go just mix in those top six guys one two of them are going to get it done no doubt about it uh over a wide receiver we're both very high on Devonte adams he's both of our favorite wide receivers but my next one after Devontae Adams is going to be Tyreek Hill. Who do you got, Nick? Same two. And then a, uh, a 2B is going to be DeAndre Hopkins. Okay, DeAndre Hopkins. Like it, like it. I'm going to go down here to the mid-tier, try and pick out a guy. And it's either between, man, I want to say Debo or Sanders. Which one to choose? They're priced right next to each other. I think it's going to be Debo. Um, yeah, go go with the guy that breaks a ton of tackles. Debo's yeah. the play. I think I'll go Debo there, but I want on the record that I think Emmanuel Sanders has a nice game too. Who else you got down there? Yeah, my boy Sammy Watkins or Alan Lazard, I think is going to be it. And then, yeah, I, I like Debo a lot. I, he's always, that dude just, he's so hard to tackle. He's got tree trunk legs. I think he's got a ton of elusivity is it no it's not a word uh elusiveness that's got to be a word i'll check that one later elusivity holy shit. all right but yeah uh debo but uh, sammy Watkins is going to be my dart throw i will ride him in my main lineup 100 percent. so that's that's my one prayer this week there i'm looking at uh debo samuel game log just to make my just to put myself through more pain here's the here's some weeks for you 22 last week 13 before that four before that 13 13 12 17 15 guess we which week i played him in the FanDuel championship the his four. worst week of the season he got yeah. four points against the atlanta falcons it was sickening it was a <sighs> bad day bad day but anyways let's go over to tight end uh, you go ahead and start it off. I know who you got. Yeah, I'm going to fade Kittle. Uh, pray for me there, guys. But Kelsey, Mark Andrews, I think, and by the way, my lineup is shaking out when I'm having Aaron Jones and Devontae in there. It doesn't look like I could afford Kelsey. I'm going to try hard to f- afford him. I don't think I can. So Mark Andrews will be my guy. I do like Jimmy Graham a little bit, and I think if Atkins is out, I really do think you guys need to give Darren Fells a look just because of the volume at that price. He's probably not going to do much with it, but he should be a good lock for 9 to 10 points. I think, you know, last week, what did he get? He got like 9 on DraftKings, and that game was so slow of a pace. 
This week is not going to be that, so I think you could definitely expect 12 plus. I, I have Fells projected for 11.7, which I think is like uh, under one of the projection websites I'm on only has them for like six. So I'm, I guess I'm way overboard on Fells on the projection, so maybe I'll settle that down a bit. But if Atkins is out, Fells is going to be Fells or Jimmy Graham is probably going to be my flex because I'm just playing studs everywhere else. Yeah, yeah, I, I feel you, man. I totally agree. If Atkins is out, I like Fells a lot. Seems like a good time to bring up my call from last week at tight end that I got mocked for and called crazy. And people made fun of me until the game hit. And Taysom <laughs> went nuts. That was badass, man. Props to you. That was Thank awesome. You. Yes, I, I called Taysom Hill, and they all laughed at me. But that guy was just – I mean, he plays every position on the field, and they had him at tight end. It was like playing super flex. I mean, that's what you got to do last week if you played t- Taysom Hill. Andrews, great. Kelsey, great. Kittle behind them. I agree with that. I definitely like Graham more than Fell. So Graham's going to be my Taysom Hill call this week. He's just going to, he's in the right spot. He's in the right spot. I think Green Bay wins. He hasn't really blown up in a few weeks, but he can. He gets targeted plenty and he can come down with it. And Aaron Rodgers goes to the guys with good hands in big games, especially. You know what? I'm going to back off those crappy wide receivers that I said in, uh, about Green Bay earlier just because. That's what Rodgers does. He targets the same guys up and down the field who can catch. That is Aaron Rodgers. And that is Jimmy Graham. And that is who's going to join me on Taysom Hill Island this Sunday. Guys, that's it. That's all we've got. Go over to windailysports.com. Check out the cheat sheets. I'm writing my article after I get off this podcast. I'm going to have it up for you tomorrow. Come join us in Discord. We'll answer your questions. Don't ask me five minutes before lock which quarterback to play. Go read all the articles. Read the cheat sheets. Make a good team. Ask me about the good team. Don't send me all the bad teams. I, we don't sure. have time for that, guys. That's what we're, we're trying to make lineups, too. There you go. There's the warning. Nick, you got anything to sign off with? Nope. I'm uh, No, I'm, I'm going to piggyback exactly what you said. I'm going to go off of Lazard. I'm not going to play him. He's probably going to be pretty popular, too. So I'm going to go to Jimmy Graham or Devontae Adams or Aaron Jones, and that's it. That's the only Packers I'm playing. And uh, let's go Sammy Watkins. You're going Jimmy Graham. I'll go Sammy Watkins. Those are our bold plays of the week. Everything else is pretty self-explanatory for you guys. Don't make it uh, don't make it too hard here. And then I think my article will probably be up tomorrow. I'm only halfway done. And uh, I want to watch a little bit of this Hawaii golf thing. So I'll probably finish it tomorrow. And then uh, Cheat Sheet will be up Thursday night. So should be up soon. All right, guys. We will talk to you in the Discord channel. Let's keep winning. Talk to you soon. Bye. Go White Sox. Go Braves. 